Hey folks, welcome to Narratives. Narratives is a podcast exploring the ways in which the world is better than in the past, the ways it is worse, and the paths towards a better, more definite vision of the future. I'm your host, Will Jarvis, and I want to thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to this episode. I hope you enjoy it. You can find show notes, transcripts, and videos at narrativespodcast.com. Well, Brent, how are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing okay. Thanks for coming on the show, man. All right, no problem. How's your Valtech been so far? It's good. It's been busy. Yeah. It's been a busy conference, yeah. That's good. I'm glad. I'm glad. We're here in Vegas at uh, GIS Valtech 2023 today. Um, well, Brent, do you mind giving us a brief bio and some of the big ideas you're interested in? Uh, well, what I'm really interested in is being able to change the way we do land administration and okay. use technology to enable that. Nice. So some of the traditional surveying techniques, some of the traditional record keeping yes. uh, is holding back progress in the land economy. Yes. So um, land is something we love to talk a lot about here at, um, at Value Base. Uh, my co-founder, Lars, wrote a book on land called Land is a Big Deal. Land is a big land deal. Land is a big deal. Yeah, which I, I think you'd really enjoy. Um, you know, and, and one of the things we like to often talk about is land itself is 30% of all real assets, which is like, that's a huge number. But we do a really bad job of valuing it, uh, like you mentioned, also of keeping track of who owns what, et cetera. Can you talk a little bit about the current state of uh, land in the economy, where we are right now, some of the things that get enabled with good records and things like that, um, from like a seeing like the state angle, and, and, and where we kind of go from here. Well, it's interesting in the United States, the we really have an 1850s system that we've we've I wouldn't say automated automated, but we've digitized. Gotcha. So we haven't re-engineered, but we've duplicated old processes. Right. So we still search grantor grantee indexes. And we read documents. Yes. And we make opinions on those documents. Yes. And we don't trust those opinions, so we insure those opinions. Right. And so transactions are costly uh, and and slow. Yes. The uh, in the modern thirty or forty economies in the world. Yeah. Uh, our land system is comes in pretty close to dead last. Nice. So the. Uh, but we're, we're making some progress with the e-recording that's taking place in registries. Yes. That's speeding the process of recording. And we're beginning in some counties to connect the registry to the parcel. Gotcha. So then we can have a parcel index versus a grantor-grantee index. Right. But it's not a simple problem. There yeah. are 3,641 land registries, document wow. registries. There are about 6,000 parcel mapping jurisdictions, gotcha. say 15, 17,000 valuation jurisdictions. Gotcha. So that's all over the map, so to speak. And then there are fi about 50,000 governments in the United States. So it's a complex ecosystem to try to standardize yes. how this is done. And there's really lack of standards across state to state, and there's lack of yes. standards within states. Yes. It almost reminds me of... Um Icelandic SAGA law, 
where you would have to get insured because it, it, essentially like it was all a system of insurance um, that, that they used to manage without having a centralized kind of authority that was uh, taking care of like law administration, which is different from like cadastres and things like that. But it's very similar in that because we don't have a, a centralized system at the end of the day, we have um, a system of title insurance, which I think is quite unique. That's right. In the uh, back from the founding fathers, it, the, the whole goal was to put land in the hands of everyone. And they did a really good job of that. Right. And our registries are less than, you know, a few hours by horseback away from anywhere. So there's there was logic to when yes. we put it in place, but we haven't really changed that logic right. so much. We have some states that have aggregated uh, parcels to the state level. Right. And some that have ha aggregated the, the index of the registries. So you can do things like find out all the land that someone owns in a particular state. But most states, you can't even do that. Wow. So I was asked one time from uh, by the Department of Agriculture, could you tell me all the foreign-owned agricultural land in the country? I said, I suppose I could, uh, but it would cost you a lot and take you a long time. Yeah. Yeah, so... It's a, uh, it's a complicated system we have. And valuations yes. the same way here. The, uh, you have states like Texas that are non-disclosure states. You have states that, um, well, here in, here in Las Vegas with the keynote, uh, who was the assessor here, she said that uh, they value structures using the cost method, yes. land at market, and then they... Assess at thirty-five percent. I think that I think I have that right. Yes, but it's no one else really does it quite like that. Right, so unique. Yeah, it's very unique. Definitely, definitely. And I think you have state legislatures who uh, they play around with what they think they should be doing, and yes, without fully understanding, you know, the impact, you know, to the to the local government with assessment right. and tax, property tax. Yes, all these entities. Um, what's the state of cadastres like across the rest of the world? Oh. It's awful. 70% uh, of the world does not have a person-to-property relationship that's documented. That's amazing. 70%. That's right. Really? And if you look at the, the level of documentation and the security of tenure, if you look at that, you can almost on a, uh, it's a direct relationship to the economy. So you... Right. You know, you mentioned the, you know, the value of land, you know, land is important. In economies, in cadastral systems where you have good security, you can access the full capital of that property. Right, right. And where you can't, where you, you can't have no security, you, yeah. you, you can't, like you can't get a mortgage. Right. You know, you can't get a mortgage if you, a good example would be, let's say, uh, Let's say Starbucks goes to Columbia. Yes. And they find some guy that's got, you know, 75 acres of, of coffee. And it's like they like what they got. Yeah. And the uh, Starbucks says, well, we'd like to teach you how we want you to grade and, and harvest your yes. coffee. And we want, a, we want a 15 year contract. Yeah. Sounds good, right? Everybody yep. wins. Yes. Show us the paper for your property. Yes. And he doesn't have any. Right. There's no documentation. Yes. So the, it puts the, ri the business risk. Right. Uh, to enter into an agreement. Right. So everything's devalued from that point. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. yeah. It's a big mess. It's a big mess. Um, can you talk a little bit about, like, um, you know, a lot of libertarians would listen to this and they'd be like, well, that's all fine and good, but, you know, in 
insurance works fine to cover these kinds of things. You know what I'm saying? So like these people in like Costa Rica that they are growing coffee, but they could just, you know, institute a system of like uh, title insurance like they have in the U.S. What are the downsides of having kind of a title insurance system? Because there are fundamental services that belong to government. And right. I think I think a libertarian would agree that the sole purpose of government is to protect your property. Right, right. Yes. And and this that's one level of protection. Yes. And it's not just the insuring, say, a transaction. Yes. But in some countries, children don't go to school because they need to occupy the property uh, to, to hold ownership. Gotcha. Okay. So the uh, Government does have a function, right, and, right, and right. That, you know, yes. manage elections is one of those. Yes, exactly. Okay? Yeah, and uh, and I think uh, securing land rights is is, uh, is one another. of those. Yeah, um, I'm curious. So, for countries that don't have a cadaster, oftentimes, what is the big barrier bottleneck? Setting aside the political issues, like what's mechanically the thing that really takes a long time? It's to do? generally not mechanical. It's it, not mechanical. It's generally legal and okay. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, in the policies and procedures. Okay, the, gotcha. uh, Hernando de Soto did some work a long time ago. He was under a contract with USAID, and he would go in and uh, dissect the legal system yeah. right down to the Constitution. And, for example, Kenya, I don't know how many years ago, it was quite a few years ago, actually rewrote their con their Constitution in order to have, from the, from, from the very foundation of law, right. have land considered... And it it's just takes generations for these things to happen, and we're starting to see some effects right. now. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, so it takes time. Yeah, the uh, the other is the uh, is the adoption technology. Technology is so key because we look at uh, to build a cadaster. We look at traditional yes. surveying systems, for example. Yeah, there are estimates that so with the British system in the British. Uh, British colonies, for yeah. example, Nigeria, uh, there's not enough concrete to monument uh, in the in the British colonies yeah. where they left their legacy uh, survey rules. There's not enough concrete in the world to fulfill those. Wow. Okay. So yeah. so the, so we we kind of have to leapfrog these things, yes. and we've been doing a lot with that. Um, we did a we're working in Colombia, and this this is a it's a landmark project uh, where the 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 FARC uh, the Columbia yes. settled the is I think it was 2016 or 2018. Yeah. Peace treaty was signed with the FARC, and yeah. there's 15 million properties that need to be repatriated. Wow. And you can't do that with traditional survey techniques. Right. So the International Federation of Surveyors has done some research and some writing on what's called fit for purpose. And when you write a surveying regulation, yeah. everybody wants to be to the centimeter accurate. But you don't need that. No. You know, you... you no, this generally needs to be more correct. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And if, if there's a physical marker of a, of a hedge or a fence or a pin or a peg, yeah, that's fine. It, yep. the, you know, because a map is, you know, a map, a survey, is only a representation of really right. what's on the ground. Exactly. So we've developed some, some tools to take an external GPS, yeah. GNSS, and connect that to... A phone, connect a phone into a GIS system. Yes. So we can, with very lightweight, low-cost tools and low-cost cool. and, and low expertise, map Take and, care of these and secure these rights. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Interesting, interesting. Um, so we live in a society, like we live in a world where we 70% of the world still doesn't have function cadaster. Um, 
what is the low-hanging fruit there? Where, where are the low-hanging the countries with the low-hanging fruit at this point? The, uh, it's interesting that there, there are several ways in. Okay, one is through registry, the documents of land. Yeah. One is through the cadastre, the maps of land. Yeah. But, you know, the land rights are created out of taxation. Yes. The exchange of, of property tax to a person right. is, the, uh, is the government saying, you kind of own something. Right, exactly. Okay? Yeah. And from, from my experience is that you have to have some level of, that exchange has to happen. Yes. Okay? And it can be a dollar a week to pick up trash. It yes. doesn't have to be, it, that exchange needs to take place. Okay, we're going to make it five dollars a week, and we're going to, and we're right. going to put in you, you know, we're going to put in electricity. So that's the piece. So taxation is absolutely, you know, nobody likes taxes. Okay, right. nobody likes them, but they're critical to have these functions. The money has to come from somewhere. Yes. There's only a couple of modern, large economies that don't have real estate tax. Almost. All large economies yes. have real estate tax. Yeah. And, and when you think about it, the uh, real estate tax, property tax, yes. those are the things that make our life nice. Yes, that's true. You know, there's the parks and the trash pickup and the, and, and the snow plots. You, yeah, yeah. you know, your roads are paved and your schools. Right, and right. Police. You know, all those things yes. are property tax. Exactly. You know, yep. we don't like them. No. You know, but we like we like the services. Exactly, exactly. We like the services, and I think of the problem with uh, property tax. Why people don't like property tax? You have to be paid out of pocket, whereas with income taxes, they're withheld. You don't see it. It's a behavioral kind of econ problem where because you have to write a check out of pocket, you know, it's more painful. Yeah, I, I heard a. Jeez, uh, I, th I think it was a marketplace. Whoever invented that withholding thing. It's been around a long time, yes. you know, so you don't feel it. It's amazing. Like you get a check, you know, you get a refund, you think you're doing well. I well, know, you're, yeah, not. you're not. You're doing really <laughs> poorly, actually. But yeah, I know. Everybody forgets about that. Um, yeah, and it's interesting you mentioned, like, uh, property taxes. I think underrated, and this is a message I, I wanted to kind of spread within this industry we're kind of part of is that property taxes are actually, you know, generally agreed upon by economists as the best taxes. Yeah, there's the yeah, Lincoln Institute, um, J uh, Jane... Goodman, I think is her name, wrote the book, The Good Tax. Yeah. And that's what it's about. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. It's kind of, a, you know, everybody says, well, we need a wealth tax. Yeah. Well, property tax is essentially a wealth tax. It is tax. wealth tax. Yes. Yeah. That actually works, I think. And yeah. 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 Land being an inelastic good, if you can like, you know, pull some of those rents off and, yep. you know, put them back in the hands of yeah, public goods. But it, but it does cause some problems. Our property system now does have some issues with short-term rentals, for example. Yeah. We're seeing in many... Uh, many urban areas, the starter homes yes. are getting priced out of people who need starter exactly. homes yeah. because someone owns four or five of them yep. and rents them or Airbnbs exactly. them or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. So, um, Brent, I'm curious, how did you originally get into cadastral work? Well, that's a really great question. Yeah. The... Uh, I studied surveying engineering in school. Oh, cool! And uh, one of those components was uh, was land law. Nice. And I actually, I can send you if you'd like. It's kind of funny. Yeah. I have actually notes from oh, a, that's cool. from a lawyer on cadastral systems from really? from the mid '80s. That's so, awesome. Yeah, that's, that's how really I started. Cool. Then I worked as a land surveyor and yeah. worked as a consulting engineer. And then when I came to Esri. 
Uh, it was just a natural fit. Nice. That's really cool. That's really cool. Um, so what are you most excited about in the next 20 years for cadastres generally? Well, you know, it's, it's hard to look forward that much because if you look at the changes yeah. in the last 20, it's yeah. like in the last five, it's yeah. moving so fast. You know, the thing I'm most excited about is that people... The large masses are beginning to understand the importance of a right. of a functioning cadastral system, yes. and and are, and are doing things about it. That's cool. For for many many years, uh, funding agencies, World Bank, USAID, uh, and some of the other multilateral and bilateral funding yes. organizations have tried to build the kind of cadastral system that worked in their country. Yes, you, know, you go try to build a European system in Africa. And we did that for a long time, for 20 years. Yeah. We now know it doesn't work. Gotcha. We now know how you have to do it in country. Yes. And it has to be done there. The culture, you know, the culture's so different everywhere. Right. And you have to build it from within. We know that. We know how to do yeah. it. So, and we're seeing some successes. That's so. cool. What are the distinctions between those two? When, you know, you're building a cadastral system in a developing country versus, like, you know, a Western European country or something. Ah, uh, that's a that's or America, a, you know, like if we decided to like, do like no like, one would ever build the American system anyway. Yeah, you know, we love it because it works. Yeah, you know, and it's you know the speed of business. One thing that happens, you know, one very difference about the American system. Uh, one big difference is the speed of business. Much faster. We can convey the same piece of property five times in the same day. Yes. You tell that to someone from a a, a strong typical European cadaster. They're like, how do you do that? <laughs> yeah, so the uh, the big difference in the developing world is they just think about things and they do things differently. And you have to build from with how they do it. Yes. And 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 modernize how they do it and modernize what they do. Uh, but the legal structure is so different and the cultures are so yes. different. Definitely, definitely. It's a big shift. It's a big shift. Very cool. Well, Brent... Um, Thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show and talk about cadastres a little bit. Yeah, anytime, Will. This anytime. Is really, this yeah. is really interesting. It's really interesting. If people want to learn more about your work or cadastres in general, where should we send them? Well, we have a we have a website, the Land Administration and Land Records website, yeah. which has a lot of the, some of this work detailed uh, yeah. out. The uh, participating in FIG, the International Federation of Surveyors, yeah. and there's a conference coming up in Orlando. Uh, cool. May 28th to June 1st, I think. Yes. That is the, uh, that's that's where the world discusses this. And it's cool. for the first time in the U.S. in over 20 years. So oh, wow. we're lucky to have it here. Pretty cool. We'll go check that out. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Brent. We really appreciate it. All right. Well, anytime. Take care. Okay. Thanks. Special thanks to our sponsor. Bismarck Analysis for the support. Bismarck Analysis creates the Bismarck Brief, a newsletter about intelligence-grade analysis of key industries, organizations, and live players. You can subscribe to Bismarck Brief at brief.bismarckanalysis.com. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with a new episode of Narratives. Special thanks to Donovan Dorrance, our audio editor. You can check out Donovan's work and music at donovandorrance.com.